0: To, to be here at Folly Brew Pub. I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy, the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. Uh, I'm joined uh, by my friend.
1: My name is George. I got the Meet for Coffee podcast, and uh, we're here at Folly Brewing with our friend Jamie. Hello, I'm Jamie. I'm the brewer at Folly Brew Pub here in
2: Toronto.
0: So this is a a very special uh, crossover episode. It's actually our second crossover episode that me and George have done. Uh, I just had him on. He just had me on. And uh, I actually had jamie on the podcast he was actually the first metal brewer i had on am i crazy with that the what second an honor. or something like that maybe first the or second. second i'm up there two years ago uh definitely uh, we hadn't it's been a time that we've been connected and uh there's a story about why we're here tonight uh recording a live podcast at folly brew pub it's because we just dropped a three-way collab called how about some coffee and uh this beer came to life thanks to uh, jamie really uh i had george on the podcast as i mentioned And I asked him, I was like, I love making merchandise. I'm an extreme metal vocalist. Uh, My whole mindset is about making things and then selling them to people and hoping to get money for it in exchange. uh, Instead of doing things for free, as I've been doing for the past few years of my life. But uh, I was like, why don't you have your own coffee yet?
1: And it was in the works and then uh, the opportunity to... Collaborate came around with Jamie and Matt and uh, kicked my ass in the gear. And here we are today. We got a nice dark Sumatra blended with some awesome hops. And it's called How About Some Coffee? It's amazing. Yes. But uh, the question was, why didn't you have a coffee for your
0: podcast? Okay. Yet? I, I
1: was really slacking, man. <laughs> he kicked me in the ass. So I
0: told him, I told him during the episode, I said, if you get a coffee made for your podcast, I will find a brewery to make that beer. And I swear to God, the day that the episode came out, I emailed. (laughs) (laughs) I brew
2: and listen to 12 to 14 hours of podcasts a day. Wow. Because I work alone and I don't talk to anyone. So I like hearing people talk to me. And I heard it and I'm like, well, that makes sense. Let's make a stout.
0: Coffee and stout. What, it's, 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 it's really one of my favorite styles. So, so let's just go deeper right into what this beer is. Uh, you are Does everybody expert. have one?
2: Yeah. 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 yeah? Great. Well, let's, let's cheers to that because we all got to taste it before we get into it. Yeah, so cheers, everyone. You? Thank you.
1: Cheers.
0: Thanks for coming. There. Ooh, smooth.
1: We want more. We want more. Six <laughs>
0: percent ABV coffee stout. The Sumatra coffee going in it. So talk to us exactly about what's going on in this beer. Uh, when you hit me up and you were like, I want to make that beer did you already have a recipe in mind. Uh, wh- where? What is this beer? Where did it come from? Um, I don't know if a lot of the people here know what how beer is made. It's made right behind us. But explain exactly how this how this happened.
2: So uh, I just thought stout. Um, the next step was asking George what kind of coffee he had available and what he wanted to bring to the table. He said Sumatra. And I know there's a lot of tropical notes in there, a lot of fruity notes. Yeah. Um, and I thought, OK, well, I want like dry and roasty so that we get a lot of that fruit coming out of the coffee. So you really see the coffee uh coming into play in the stout, but then you get the roastiness and deep malt flavor of the stout balanced with the coffee.
0: And then what would be... The reaction of Folly when, when you said, I want to collaborate with these two podcasters. Uh, sure. <laughs> I'm
2: stoked. Uh, like I said, I, I work alone and I, and I get to do a lot of things um, creatively on my own, which is good, but it's also like nice to bounce ideas off of people. Tina, our manager, is excellent and she has, shout out to Tina. Uh, there she is, there she is. Uh, Thank you. She's certi- certified Cicerone. Uh, that's not a pasta noodle. It's actually an experienced beer drinker, uh, for those that don't know. And uh, she has a lot of knowledge, and I, I, I'm very grateful that I get to bounce ideas off of her. And we sort of work together to come to uh, coming up with the recipe ideas and, and, and building sort of where we want to go in a brewing direction. Uh, So that's really nice.
0: I love that very much. Let's give uh, everyone here maybe a bit of a history. I know where you've come from. I don't know if everyone knows where you've come from. Let's hear your brewer's story. Why do you brew beer? Why do you wake up in the morning and make beer for a living? Uh, To keep (laughs) drinking.
2: Hell
1: yeah.
2: Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, So I got my start uh, as a youngster. Uh, my dad was doing the the brew-in-the-box things, Um, and he's like, I want to brew beer for everybody, the family coming over for Christmas, so I'm going to get this brew-in-a-box thing, and he was making it, and then uh, one of your classic questions is, what's your first beer? And I think mine was probably uh, some brew-in-a-box amber ale, and uh, dad was like, what are you doing, dad? Making beer. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> it's the same as cooking? Yeah, it's the same as cooking. Okay, cool. I'm going to make beer. And then, you know, years, years later, uh, I ended up getting into homebrew. Uh, started homebrewing. Uh, and then for the last six years, I've been working at Henderson Brewing. Uh, shout out to Henderson. We've done multiple collabs there. Uh, Chris, what's up, buddy? Shout out to Chris. Last, shout out Thresh. to Chris. Uh, brutal North America, we did there. Grizitsky, which is a smoked champagne ale. is so uh, good. Which was so good. Um, and then, and, and, and just to let everybody know, also, our past is we did the first collab of the
0: Devastation of the world COVID <laughs>
1: tour. That uh, is true. That
0: is true. I wanted to go into the history of, of <laughs> how you and I met. Yeah. It actually all started here in Toronto yeah. back in 2019. Uh, you had hit me up. I was doing this thing when Cryptopsy went on tour. You bring me some craft beer. I'll give you a ticket yeah, home- to the It was a homebrew I made mean, for you. You made the very first branded Vox and Hops beer for me. So I'd, I'd had Le Fermentard that I already brewed a beer for my one year anniversary, but you gave me like a bottle with a <laughs> Label of it was a hazy IPA and I remember being on stage the last time I played in Canada before the pandemic and uh, full circle. Here we are. No, I remember being on stage and being like, I just can't wait to finish this to go taste that beer. <laughs> <laughs> and I still pops. have it. And I still have it. And I still have the bottle. You drank it though, right? I definitely okay, drank good, it. Yeah, yeah, kept it next it's next to my TV. Perfect. And uh yeah, and there's that feeling and I asked George about it before he was holding the beer and he was like, This is
1: so cool. How do you how do you feel about having a beer with your podcast's logo on it? Uh, it's fantastic. Just, you know, looking at it and seeing it come to fruition, it's definitely, it kind of gives me a bit of the feels. And uh, I don't know if it's the two or three pints I've had, but I, you know, I I feel pretty good, you know? <laughs> so I want to thank everyone who was involved and everyone who came out to support us. It's, uh, how about some coffee? Let's have 10 more and... Take some home as well, yeah. I feel like I can run really far right now. Yeah, we, should, we, should all do a, we
2: should all do a lap around the block.
1: So that is something like
0: uh, people have to understand when you drink beers with coffee in it, yeah. the caffeine doesn't boil away. It's no, it still doesn't. I added caffeine. I didn't
2: take anything away. I added all caffeine to it. <laughs> so it's like.
0: So how did you do that? How did you get his symmetric coffee into the beer? What What processes did you use to get there?
2: First step. Uh, was a nice bodum or a, uh, a French press of coffee just to taste it and get an idea of what it was. And then, uh, it was cold brew. Uh, so I filled a bucket, 20, 20 liter bucket. Uh, I think it was, how much did you give me? Like eight kilos, I think. Yeah. Somewhere around there. So four kilos of ground bean, uh, in a bag. And then, filled, like, covered the bag with water, and then just filled it with ice, and then just kept topping it up with water as the ice slowly melted, and then uh, kept tasting it just to see where it was at. And over 48 hours, it, I was shaking. <laughs> and, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't drink all of that in 48 hours. I was just like tasting a little bit. Just to see where it was at, and it was like, okay, this now I, this is where I want it. Let's put stout was made. Let's put it in.
0: Amazing, amazing, and the stout is it like a like a classic recipe you've used? Just many a classic,
2: yeah, classic stout recipe. Very simple, four ingredients. Um... <sighs> certain styles like uh, traditional stout styles certain you know the certain styles I like to keep really simple for ingredients there's in, in, in brewer's world there's the 3-2-1 ratio so you can do like 3 malt 2 hops 1 yeast hey guys welcome um, and I, I, I kind of was thinking that but it just needed a little bit more so I got it was just chocolate uh, Maris Otter roasted barley
0: and there is another one in there that I forget right now because all I think about is coffee
2: and <laughs> <laughs> get the <laughs> It's
0: delicious. It's got like a like a the, the bitter bite of the coffee. There's the chocolate. What do you got there, George? Go
1: for it. Well, it tastes like my coffee. First off, um, <laughs> perfect. Do you feel? Do, do you actually
0: feel? You can really like pick it out.
1: Yeah, just like the the very first taste, like the muskiness of the coffee. The dark the dark Sumatra. Um, you know, I've had a lot of uh, coffee stouts and. I'm not going to say, you know, this is like... You can uh, say it's the best. <laughs> it's the best one. Um, just please pat me on, on the back I, while we're I, doing was, this. I, 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 was, I was just going to say, like, there there are some coffee stands that you have that are very bitter. Um, there's coffee stands that kind of hit you the wrong way. This one goes down great the whole time. So uh, it's done very, very well. Why did you choose the Sumatra for your... What, what, what drew you to that?
0: You're the coffee expert. I'm the guy that drinks a lot of craft beer and talks to metalheads. Um- it's Why, on you now, buddy. <laughs> Why, <laughs> Why did you choose this is your that, part? That exact coffee. <laughs> uh,
1: I picked the dark Sumatra because um, so this is dark Sumatra, but it's like dark, dark Sumatra. It's something that is very unique. Is it's, it's uh, roasted a, a very uh, different way? Um, and of course what, in my way? Uh, it's kept. It's kept in the in the roaster an extra ten minutes. Um, to bring it kind of like a bit of a more musky taste, um, but uh, I was originally want to do like a Jamaican, like a Jamaican blue yeah. uh, coffee bean, but of course, like with COVID and everything else, and the cost and. It would be like a very high-end coffee, and um, I felt that at, from all the selections I had, uh, that dark dark Sumatra was the, the smoothest one I could find, and uh, it ended up being like the, the roasters, um, they have a coffee shop as well, like we were talking before, and uh, you know this is their signature blend, and this is my signature blend because it's, it's the best, right? It's the smoothest uh, dark roast coffee you will ever have, so um, it does taste amazing, man. Where is the roastery for the shout-out? Uh, she's in Kitchener uh, at a place called Cafe-O uh, over on Victoria Street. And uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's a pretty cool business. She roasts for a lot of big roasters, and I'm happy that you know we've partnered up to do this. I love it. I love it. I love it. Another thing I love is the... Label art. Uh, talk, talk
0: me through this. How did this come to life? Uh, it was very simple, and I love when that happens. Uh, you sent me the label, and I said, that's fucking awesome. Approved. Uh, I thought we'd get the uh,
2: typical sort of client feedback. I want my logo bigger. But it works <laughs> pretty well in no, the, no. Like the layout of this la- uh, this logo or this sort of label. Yeah, it, I... I, I, I Honestly, can't speak to it because it' our graphic designer and he just, uh, he cranks them out, uh, but he's got a process and uh, a sort of look and feel. And I really like it because it's sort of like camouflage looking and then it's also... Looks like what a coffee label, I feel like, should look like.
0: It sort
1: of looks like coffee beans a little bit, too. Yeah, though. there's like a coffee bean thing going on there. And yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a very calming design. It's almost like, you know, sit back, have a coffee. Or it's kind of like the calm before a mosh pit, you know. Uh, going into a concert and, you know, having Randall Blythe or even yourself saying, you know, everybody get to the side. We're going to start now. No karate in the pit, though. Yeah, Whoa. exactly. Oh <laughs> no karate. <laughs> no karate. No crap.
0: Crawling. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely wanted to ask uh, if you guys could collaborate again without me. Also with coffee.
1: Disgusting. You're disgusting. Oh...
0: But you can come. Next no, time no, no, I'm no, interested, but like, you typically you typically see coffee in stouts, which is why this was the first decision that came to my mind. But where else can you put coffee in beer? We were talking about a coffee IPA. Ooh. For the hop heads,
1: the coffee heads, the cra- all the crazies out there. Yeah, it sounds so good. Um, I just think beer in general sounds good. With coffee is like two of my favorite things. Um, I don't want to go on a list and list the next ten favorite things I like, but those are pretty close to the top. And yeah, yeah coffee IPA. We talked about uh, originally a Vietnamese coffee IPA. Yeah. And
2: today- I think the original idea was the Vietnamese coffee. Uh, stout, and then it evolved into George's uh, blessed family blend. So I think very important, um, which is cool. It's super cool. I, I didn't know you could have family blends of coffee.
1: You, uh, we also talked about the Turkish coffee. IPA. Turkish coffee.
2: Turkish coffee. Turkish coffee could be the cool one. And it can coffee? we pour it out
0: in one of those kettles? That'd be cool. That's how we'll do it on. That's whole we'll pints. I already know what our next collab is going to be. I haven't pitched it to you yet, but... I'm ready. I figure you're going to say yes, because it's a continuation of something that we started that we didn't get to finish. Yeah. Well, you finished it, but we didn't get to enjoy it <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. <gasps>
1: oh, shit.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about metal. Let's talk about... Um, I know your metal stories. I'm not sure about everyone that here knows that. I don't know if everyone that's listening on George's podcast knows your metal story. Obviously, a big metal head. You were telling me about going to a guar, show seeing you the first time that and just, re- just recently you were, you were and I was just recently on <laughs> a gore show Nate bombed up so talk talk to me about metal and what it means to you being a metalhead and then the secondary question being a metalhead brewer uh, it's Started for me, uh, not in
2: the astral plane of this universe, but as a tiny fetus in my mom's womb. I'm originally from Windsor, Ontario, south of born and raised south of Detroit, as Journey once said. <laughs> and north, north, north of Detroit. <laughs> No, it's sure. <laughs> Born and raised south of Detroit. It's south of Detroit. We to the university. There we go.
1: What up, boys? Home of the best pizza in Canada, man. Best pizza. Have you guys had Ambassador
2: Pizza? Have you guys had Ambassador Pizza here? Cheers. Yeah. Best. Best pizza. Windsor. Windsor Pizza. Best. Anyways, uh, my mom and dad went to go see Meatloaf Bat Out Hell tour <gasps> while she was pregnant with me. What? At Harpo's in Detroit. Shout out to Harpo's. Hell yeah, I've played there. Fuck yeah, Harpo's. Uh, I remember pissing in an overflowing shit diarrhea filled toilet. At Harpos, uh, when I was sixteen after at seeing Seven Dust. Wow.
0: Yeah. I, I played Harpos to no one. Yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. nobody there. Well you can't see anyone. That's the other thing. No, no, there was nobody there. Was there was nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> fell they fell through the floor. It was one of the, it was one of those. That was also the show that my tour manager said, you don't leave the bandwagon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> So, I, uh, my, my parents are great. They listen to rock and roll, uh, you know, and, and they had a record collection. So, we got to go. Uh, I, me and my sister, they make dinner, TV's off, pick a record. I saw that first Black Sabbath album. Oh, yeah. And that <laughs> scary witch on there. And we just, that's the one I wanted. They're like, God. Quit it with the Black Sabbath, uh, but it was the <laughs> coolest album. And then the other one was the Motley Crue, "Shout Out the Devil." Dad had that one, and uh, would pick that all the time. How do I be, be one of these guys? I love comic books, and they looked like comic book characters. Motley Crue in the '80s, um, so that kind of started it. And then my first show, one of your one of your questions is, "What's your first beer?" And it was other than it was my dad's homebrew, but my first real one was uh, me and my buddy were our chore on the Sunday was chop wood for our fireplace and I'll give you a 12 pack of Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, yeah. We're getting drunk. We're like 15, 16 years old (laughs) and then that night we were going to see Megadeth on the Risk Tour in Detroit at State Theater. Uh, Static X opened uh, and it was wonderful and my dad took Me and my 16-year-old drunk buddy
0: to Megadeth, and it was amazing. It seems like your dad is like a big formative person. He helped big time. Helping you, being supporting in metal. Has he come here? Has he tasted these beers? He
2: has. His new new, uh, venture is growing hops in the backyard. For you? For... And for Uh, himself, himself, I guess. For (laughs) himself, yeah. He's still still brewing, too. Uh, Not really, no. So now it's just for me. But anyways, uh, we have an ESB on tap. Um, I always, uh, British family, always want to keep a British beer on tap. Because uh, I love them. They're the best pub drinking beers there are. So so the ESB has, I, I use dad's uh, two-year-old, two, second-generation Cascade hops in the mash. Very, so very cool. He is fucking stoked. It's very, very It's cool. basically his beer. Like, I love oh, that. Th- this is my beer. This is the mm-hmm. one that I've done. This is my I love symphony. It. Has he come to a brew day? <laughs> yeah, they came a little while ago. They came a couple weeks ago, and uh, he hasn't been for a brew day, but we came for dinner and had a nice time, and they tried it, and he was crushing ESBs all night. Amazing. Uh, because he was like, this is my beer, and I, I made this, basically. Amazing, <laughs> so, amazing. So he was very stoked.
0: Yeah. To, uh, explain to people that you said second harvest, second generation of the hops. I, I know this. I'm not sure if anyone else knows this, but when you plant hops and you grow hops, the first few harvests basically are few you're garbage. Uh, the, the first why? Why is that? Cause just, that I don't know why.
2: Yeah, it's like um, it's like grapes uh, and, and and like anything. Uh, you're not good till you're mature. right uh so it takes a little bit drywall knows what i'm talking about (laughs) so uh yeah like it it, a good three-year growth to get those binds nice and hearty um that's what it takes uh for good hops so he's on his second year so it's still kind of like experimental and figuring it out and the conditions and what he needs to do in the area, like where he's growing them, we've got a bit of a bush in the, my parents' backyard, so he's got to clear a certain area. He was up there like the trimming trees to get the right sunlight really? in. Like he's taking it very seriously, which is super cool. so maybe that could also be in the next
0: Gary's, Gary's cascade hops in the next <laughs> <Yeah>. coffee clap. <collab. laughs> I, I know that George started a podcast during a pandemic to fill
1: the void. Yeah, of, of not talking. So I, originally the podcast was started, I announced it like f- uh, five years before that. Um, I used to be on the radio, and I was very sick of uh, talking at people. And uh, I was like, "Hey, man, let's talk to people. Let's have interesting conversations." And originally, I was uh, interviewing Uber drivers and whatever like that wow. in, in the car while yeah, you were going so to places. they didn't even know they're being interviewed. So really. Yeah, I have That's like, illegal Wow, rude Yeah, <laughs> wow, rude <laughs> I was kind of like a private eye Like an FBI agent, right? I was in there And I was like, hey Because uh, me and my fiance would be going to bars or whatever Let's go to this bar And I'd be like, hey, how's it going? Where are you from? The would be like, oh, I'm from Syria I, know, I have five kids So how'd you get here? And he would tell me a story about the You're war It was all on my phone And it was pretty interesting so we launched in, uh, the pandemic started in, uh, what, 2020 feels like such a long time. Um, I had my first son in t- February, 2020, um, I started it, I started it for him. This whole thing is for him. Um, and, uh, I wanted to talk to different people. So I was interviewing like psychiatrists, motivational speakers, and then I had a guy from. Uh, Paramount Pictures asked me to interview some of his actors. I was like, okay, well, this is not what the show's about, but let's let's go ahead with that. And then I had a guy named Larry Hankin. If you guys know him, he was uh, the butler on Billy Madison, and he was in Breaking Bad. And that kind of spurred things over for me. Um, then Kenny Aronoff came on. Some guys in Pink Floyd and Megadeth, and uh, you know, it's been an interesting experience interviewing people and getting to know them in a, like a very intimate intimate setting. I wish it was over coffee every time. Maybe even even a coffee stout one day. Maybe we can bring maybe a guy like Kim Coates down here and talk to him. Um, he maybe. Kiefer gets, Sutherland's around. Yeah, apparently. exactly. <laughs> Stuff like that. That we guy likes that. drinking. I think. Well, I would imagine so. <laughs> he, does. He, does. he does. He does. We have we have we have formidable evidence. confirmation. <laughs> but it, it, it's it's more than just that's why podcasting is good because it's. Survivor. It's more than just uh, you know interviewing somebody. It's getting the stories and then getting to know the person on a different level. Like, I'm here having a beer with you, which I could have never imagined maybe six or seven months ago. Um, and, you know, here we are, meeting Me for Coffee, Box and Hops, and Folly Brewing, and a kick-ass brewmaster, man. Cheers, buddy.
2: Uh, well, and and for me and Matt uh, to go back, we've now done multiple collabs
0: and could never do it in person so here we are cheers buddy i'm very happy to be here i could i couldn't make it out to the last one i'm very happy to be here uh i am curious how you have been filling the void of going to shows being around people how did you fill the void i'm very lucky that i have the podcast to keep me busy that's how i've been filling the void of performing on stage you went to guar just recently but how did you fill the void from everything before until recently
2: uh well I'm very grateful that people started doing the live stream uh, shows. Uh, I've had multiple solo pits in my living room, <laughs> uh, which is really, really Well, Andy came for one. Yeah, cheers, buddy. We, we had a nice sit-down acoustic Mastodon show in the living room. That very was really nice. cool. In an aquarium. Yes. Yeah, that was really cool. Very cool. Uh, thank you, Macedon.
0: Uh, but
2: I honestly, uh, I have been working like a dog. Uh, people are at home. People are boozing. And so I've been brewing beer nonstop. Uh, formerly at Henderson, I was I was working there majority of the pandemic and I was still we were brewing nonstop. It just, everything became cans. Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, it was that, like...
0: Because basically Henderson used to ship kegs to There's the kegs in there, there's and stuff. Yeah, exactly,
2: yeah. yeah. So now it was just, well, no more kegs. Now people are just drinking cans. So now it was... Uh, became a bit of a logistical nightmare. Where are you going to store where these cans? all these cans yeah, that yeah. we have to package coming in? So it was it was it was part like logistics manager slash brewers. Plus the team over there is great, and yeah, we're 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 bre- I was brewing on. I worked the whole entire time. Like it's almost like it didn't affect me at all, other than now I'm wearing a mask at work and. <laughs> Washing my hands excessively, <laughs> sanitizing everything. No, I would pretty much sanitize every, everything, anyways. Yeah, being you should a purer, be doing that in the yeah, first eat, place. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, uh, the excessive hand sanitizing where you have crippling, my calluses are now just dried out. So, like, peeling, they're peeling off. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, how about when you got this job? I, the switch from Henderson, that yeah. decision must have been difficult. It, it was very difficult, exactly. but it
2: was all, also, yes, all those things. Uh, so it was it was going full speed to, oh, now I'm waiting. We, we've made some massive changes uh, fully. Uh, we got new tanks in. We're improving some of the systems here and getting rid of sort of cleaning. We cleaned it up a lot, and now, like, Brewing it on site, um, which they were doing before, but just I had to change and clean a lot of things because they were basically like a funk lab
0: before. Um, yes, doing a people lot of- don't understand that, it means that there's a wild yeast, and wild yeast there's is wild hard, it's hard. It's hard to kill, yeah. and it spreads everywhere. Yes, it ruins everything. It's like a terrible STD. <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: uh, where all these, uh, where all our brothers are sitting over here, This there's 20 barrels all really? along this wall full of, like, funky-ass shit, and so they're like, okay, well, can we make use of anything in here, and I don't know how long they were sitting there, but some of them were, uh, yeah, not not nice. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, well, took a lot. Took a lot of walks around the block to get some fresh air after <laughs> sniffing some of those barrels.
1: You've got you got one of the best jobs in the world, I think. Oh, uh, I know that. I, know. I drink beer every day, so imagining, you know, trying different beers and trying QC beer. is very important. Exactly. <laughs> Are you guys hiring somebody for that too? Uh, yeah, I love
2: that job. We need someone to operate the coffee maker over there.
0: I, I am curious about how you get through a day like that. <laughs> quality control, tasting all the beers. You learn it probably very quickly as a brewer, not to overdo it. Yes. Yeah.
2: Cause then people are coming in. I, I also have the luxury of now having my own schedule. So I'm not on that sort of coming at six to start brewing till, you know, a shift work kind of thing. It's kind of Whatever I want. So if I want a long ass day, I can do that. And if I want a short day, I can do that too. I'm, I make you an artist schedule. Hell yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I, you have to keep that in check. I don't do anything until after one and after I've had my coffee flow and then I've had a little snack and then a uh, clean palate and then get into tasting, make sure everything is good and then uh, carry on the day. Bottling days are different. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it can be a lot more
1: fun. Uh, things turn out differently
2: when <laughs> bottling. <laughs> I, I want to ask
1: a question. So I, I'm under the impression a logger takes what 28 days, right, to make?
2: Yeah, I like I like my loggers at. Six weeks.
1: Six weeks. So how, how long How long for a, a stout? Like how does, what's the aging or fermenting process or length for that? So we're about uh, 12 to 14
2: days on an ale, which I use ale yeast on uh, the stout. Um, and then, you know, a couple of days of uh, cold conditioning. That's when you crash it and drop every all the proteins and yeast out of solution. Everything settles to the bottom of these cones here. And that makes it easy for you to collect yeast and repitch yeast. Uh, so,
1: yeah, all in maybe, like, 20 days with, like, packaging and that sort of thing. And you are actually into metal. Like, I went in into the back here, and you're... My tanks are Slipknot. Yeah, they're all Slipknot.
0: <laughs> Every tank has a picture of a different Slipknot member. If you're 555, five, five, I have nine tanks, and they're all <laughs> the members of Slipknot.
2: <laughs> uh, I, yeah, so I uh, yeah love metal, uh, and Slipknot, obviously. I went to OzFest 99 and saw those guys, and I was just like what in the hell yeah. is happening here? It was kind of like 99 was almost like sort of like dad metal and then there was Slipknot on the second stage and it was like yeah. what just in the destroying is everything. happening? Yeah. Just destroyed everything. And then the next year uh, Tattoo the Earth that happened yeah. and that was like the kickoff of sort of new metal like Mudvayne was there Head P.E. Uh, Sepultura New metal years the Chaos <laughs> American Head Charge was probably was there. They were really big. Yeah. Nothing Face. Nothing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> some of the classics.
0: Hey, so People really like Nothing Face. I fucking no. loved them. <laughs> fucking loved them.
2: Uh, what was another? Uh, Pledge of Allegiance Tour. Yeah. Remember that was Slipknot, yeah. uh, Slayer, Ramstein, American Head Charge. They, 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 they were massive. They were yeah. huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love influencing it. One of your questions that I never answered um, Being a metal brewer. Being a metal yeah. brewer. Uh, the best fucking bands have four members and there's four ingredients in beer. Hey!
0: Leave it at that. I love that. Uh, I asked you when we did our crossover classic wrap-up question, I probably didn't ask you because I probably wasn't asking it at the time. The protocol
2: of questions of
0: Vox and Ops <laughs> questions. It There's was the reason for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I typically wrap up with this. We'll wrap up with it today. Um, I'd love to hear uh, what your hangover cure is, yeah. George. You could say
1: yours again, but we'll do it. Maybe a, it's a, changed a, in a cons- the last couple <laughs> maybe, <of> weeks. Maybe. <laughs> Well, we were drinking last time I talked, so I'm not sure what I told you. Um, coffee and uh, something really, really greasy. So uh, yeah, that's if you want to get me after a night of drinking, that's the way to go.
2: Pint of water or liter of water before bed. Probably an Advil or ibuprofen. Not to give them money. Advil, fuck Advil. <laughs> Shoppers ones just as fine. Um, then a walk to the pub with a pint. <laughs> Full English, and a coffee, and then another, and then leave and get a warm pint of lager. <laughs> I
0: love it. Yeah. Warm pint of lager. As as everyone knows, I suffer in silence. It suffers in silence. Uh, or ch- drinks
2: an insane imperial fucked <laughs> up juice. fruit juice, sour, a whatever, fruit and sour
0: with coffee in it. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> also known as a slushy or fruit puree. Brutal
0: juice, but yeah, but uh, (laughs) Uh,
2: if I may, I've always wondered because sometimes when I belch after having like six pints of lager,
0: it's a good sounds like a good scream.
2: I try and like (laughs) make it as brutal as possible. (laughs) Do you do
0: that in front of your kids? I scream a lot. You know what I did the other day and they were very unimpressed? I have a, s- a show coming up December 17th. Brutal Montreal is happening. Go to it. If you're in Montreal, go. Cryptopsy is performing for the first time since July 2019. Congratulations, have not screamed on stage since then. You've been practicing. I've been practicing in the house. Excellent. So I was alone with the kids. Uh, my wife. Just grabbing
2: them by the throat and fucking and screaming the in their set face. On. <laughs>
0: and I set on and I went through the set but they got really tired after like the third song but they were like playing Ukulele and screaming to... Did they windmill headbang in the living room? Uh, my son is pretty into it. Yeah, yeah. Does he have but, beautiful uh, hair like you? He has gorgeous red hair. But uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, they were very unimpressed and fed up with me after a short, short while. Yeah. <laughs> one day they'll really appreciate it, man. When, 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 I won't do it anymore. Probably. When you let them go on YouTube and they're like, "Wow, Dad played that whacking." You have how many? Yeah, how many views? But uh, <laughs> you're weak, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, we're gonna keep hanging out, uh, but not with all of you listening at home. You should have been here so that you could have hung out with us and enjoyed yeah. this amazing, amazing collab. How about some coffee? The coffee stout. This is a true honor, George. Thank you so much, George. Thank you. It's been awesome. It's been a everybody. pleasure. Matt, Finally, thank, thank you. Cool.
2: We're handshaking everyone. Woo! We're touching hands. Thank you. Thank you. And it's wonderful. Everyone is here with us. Make some Shout more. out to everybody. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. It's amazing. Live podcast. Cheers.
1: Cheers.